Second, don't sta- swim the well. second station yeah. we were on after KPFK, which is a, the classic Pacifica radio station in L.A., was KRLA. And the, th- the, the weird and wonderful thing about being on KRLA is that they had lost their license. The FCC had pulled their license because they'd done some phony... Uh, you know, if you recognize our new DJ on Sunset Boulevard, we'll give you a million dollars. And they got busted by somebody in Buffalo called. Where it he was. was. Somebody from Buffalo what? called and said, you lied to me on the radio, <laughs> and they lost their license over it. Bang. So all the money from the sponsors, and it was a top 40, totally heavily sponsored. You can imagine it's station. All that money went to establish KCET Channel 9 public television in Los Angeles. No kidding. That was their original funding. And that was when we were on with Radio Free Oz. That's when they lent me that that jalopy when we ran the first Love In. Yeah, you know. So Love In was born on Radio Free Oz in uh, in, uh, August of 1966. That's when John Carpenter and I I don't think anybody knows what you mean when you say Love In. Love In. Oh, come on. No. Everybody knows what a love. So guys, even though was? we were on love a commercial in? station, yeah. Yeah, how many guys? Let me hear some for the love no. in. Two guys, three. Yeah. Oh, everybody knows. Right. Well, this is a special right. sample. I'm impressed. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and that was fun. That, those were the days. I would go to work at KPFK early in the morning to open the station up, and uh, there would be deer grazing on the grass across oh. from in between the station was right across the street from Hanna Barbera. The Flintstones uh, yep. area, and deer, Smurfs, deer would be gra- grazing next to the next to the freeway there. Yeah, wow. And we would we lived in that station for hours and hours and hours. We did all uh, all of us one way or another, yes, kind of did. circling around each other, yeah. and doing various things. Uh, David had left and gone to ABC Network Television, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, leaving me behind in his old job. Peter was running in and out on a on a yellow aerial aerial uh, square four. Yeah, what motorcycle. a what a bike! Proctor was back and forth between being like uh, off Broadway's most famous young superstar hopeful. at the yeah, time. That was a very right. big hopeful. That's what brought me out here. Yeah, but somehow this talking on the radio, this, the very thing that we're doing right now, for for better or for worse, we've been doing for forty five years. Is it, what are we now? 50, 45 60 years. years? Yeah. I mean, thousands we, of years we, we've been. We started doing this. in the sixties, and now we're in our seventies. Can you imagine what oh, it was like the first show. time it happened? Mm-hmm. I put I put everybody on the air because it was officially my show. I thought, this is a great idea. These are smart guys. It was incredible. I was totally knocked out for an hour. He I mean. actually thinks he controls things. Oh, no, yeah. not controls. Yeah. To this still day, no, I, I still find it weird and wonderful. Forty five <laughs> years <laughs> later, he's still amazing he's controlling it? things. Yeah. Anyway, it can. You know how I I, I got you know on the show. How much fun it is to be in the Firesign Theater? <laughs> Tell me. Have any idea how much I don't fun know. it is? I haven't figured it out yet. We've been it's together for nightmare. forty-five years. Yeah. Same guys. No Brian Jones. You know. No Ringo. No, no, no Ringo. No Didn't Mick Taylor. No. We could use him. Yeah. Hey, if Mick Taylor was the fifth Firesign, we could play fucking stadiums. But no, it's just the just the four. But we call ourselves the four or five crazy guys because the fifth crazy guy yeah. is the combination of. All of us, when we write together, and and forget who came up with that funny line. That's the should other we re- which should was we- me. Oh yeah, <laughs> In, invariably. We should mention one more time that we're at the Winning Stad hey, Theater. Hey, rewrite. 
Uh, <laughs> tomorrow night, tomorrow night, and Saturday night, you can get tickets at Ticketmaster. We will not be anywhere near as chaotic as this. Our shows are actually highly. Oh yeah, yeah. Just you wait and see. No, right. what, <laughs> are, they are. what are you thinking up? Now think about this. We're talking about tomorrow being the 9th of December, 2011, and the 10th of December. 2011, and because of time shift, by the time most people hear this, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, that was back when Newt Gingrich was still alive, Ooh. or something like that. Ooh. Politically. Yeah, well, politically right, or whatever. Right. You know, they're going to go, oh, yeah, that was just before December 14th. Newt Gingrich ascending to heaven. That is something we should actually tune in on. It'll be on MSNBC, wow. right? Well, he'll write about it in his next book. The book will come down from heaven I'm, to be on Amazon how, automatically. How can we actually fathom? I mean, okay, Herman Cain, the Scooby Dooby, or whatever yeah. he was. I mean, okay. Pokemon. Herman Cain was a criminal, a genial clown, and a criminal for president, a criminal, but not crazy as Newt oh, Gingrich. No, and not a serial misogynist. Way. Newt yeah. Gingrich is, yeah. crazy is crazy as a hoot owl yeah, because he appears to be sane to large numbers of Republicans. But, yeah. but, Phil, you, but Phil, you've really got it. The ascension. Mm-hmm. It's the ascension with the angels yeah. and yeah. all. He'll be stuff carried aloft by a lot of little boys. Kind of coming He's down giving work to lots of little boys, little yeah. cherubs yeah. to carry him to heaven. Well, oh, the guy Sandusky doing will their just... janitorial work. This is an actually useful uh, rhapsody, or what do they call it? The uh, you know the, yeah, the it's coming a up. It, the it's a rapture. Rotation. This rapture, rapture, we stay here and he leaves. He leaves. I like that. I, I go. <laughs> we can pump him up. You know, yes, I invented heaven. Yes, I know. I'm not. A, I'm, and, I'm and a historian. If he's, I'm a tra- if he's trailing clouds of little boys, then oh. that that guy Sandusky or whatever his name oh. is could be underneath them. Sure. Yeah, there you go. And we there would then go. pretty much have the Sistine Chapel all worked out here. We have a we have graphics for this broadcast. Yes, if there somebody could. Go. Get on top of this uh, right now. Uh oh. No, no, don't use that phrase. I really avoid so, that. I want I, the Polaroid of Rick Santorum yeah. doing the bestial thing with that other animal that they are Did repressing. You, uh, That's why he's I not running. That's why he's not doing his job. Place that I thought I ought to do oh about this God. time. Go, go, what? Go, go, do you have a recent no. prepared material? Yeah. Well, I'm just interrupting Peter because I didn't know where he was going with that. Does anybody want to know how I became involved with the Fireside Theater? I'd love to. What would that be? I came out. These people here, there's four or five of them. I came out to L.A. to do the Amorous Flea, which was a musical comedy that I won an award for in New York that that Paul Newman presented Let's, me with. I, I was about to say, see how long he goes without dropping a name, but you got Oh, me. wait. Get well, ready. Let's count. Get Paul ready. Newman's one. Here we go. I drove out with Brandon DeWilder. Two. <laughs> and we hung out with Peter Fonda. Three. Three. <laughs> and Peter was working on a movie called Captain Marvel. Mm, okay, imaginary. No, no, no. no imaginary no, four. No, no, Captain America. I'm sorry. But it turned out he had to, they, Marvel wouldn't give him the name, so it became... Easy Rider. Four! Four! Come on. Uh, now it's and, he was, and he was uh, doing research on the youth revolution and particularly on the, uh, uh, the uh, anti-curfew movement that was happening at that time. They were trying to stop young people from protesting the Vietnamese War. So we were at the Sunset Strip riots, so-called Sunset Strip riots. I sat down and went part of it on an open issue of the L.A. Free Press and I pulled it out from under my ass. I had sat down on Peter Bergman's face... There was a picture of Peter Bergman, who I'd gone to Yale with, and it said, KPFK newsman Peter Bergman interviews returning, what, Marines or something like that? Yeah, Marines. Right? And I said, oh, my God, he's with KPFK. I called him up the next day, 
And he said, yeah, I'm doing a show called Radio Free Oz. People had told me about this. You know, I said, oh, you're the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, come on down and let's, you know, play together. And that's when I met David and Pete and Phil. Phil? I and, think so. Yeah, the other Phil. Imagine if I'd have said, bring your resume and Radio Free Oz's human relations department. We'll talk to you. Yeah. There, that's, there's where Artie is now. Yeah, well, there that's, where it that's, began. It. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's true. It's true. Hi, mothers. Hi, others. We's the Pills Brothers. I'm Red. And I's Poible. You know, there's good drugs. And there's bad drugs. And there's times for using them. And there's times for not using them. And, and hey, brother, we're, we're going to use some right now. If you swallow the preceding message, you can apply for further information and free samples from the president's all-night drug abuse council. And we couldn't agree more. Right, Fred. We take drugs pretty seriously at our house, too. If you're still concerned, there's photos of that and lots more in our souvenir program, the Channel 85 Story. It's free, one dollar, punch 80... Okay, thank you. Hi, guys, guys, and otherwise, I'm Sima Sims, the simulate you can't forget. Like my style and my smile. <gasps> no? You want another face? Don't punch that dial. I'll just push erase. Misinformation. I'm the miss who's in the no misinformation. I'm everywhere you want to go. Why you sitting in your chair with a glass eye full of beer? Misinformation. I chat with people in the news. Misinformation. I wear clean clothes and sing the blues. Misinformation. I'm all the things you never do. Now I'll shake this face to make and make a total transformation. Starting misinformation. Stay with me now as we meet our first guest, Kenneth Hitton, the daring Hitton family, and the all-pro Super Bowler himself, Bob B. Robbins. Hi, Bobby. Nice, nice Now, what's this I hear about you writing a book? Yeah, here it is. It's, it's about ecology. And uh, it's called the dirt. Ecology? I'm so interested in that. Well, what is it?
world was out to get me That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace Of doubt in my mind I'm in love I'm a believer I couldn't leave her if I tried Yes, I saw her face Now I'm a believer I'm not a trace Doubt in my mind I'm here on the shore of the Gulf Coast for Radio Free Oz talking with Charles Dunder, the latest member of Obama's Gang of Five sent down here to solve the oil spill crisis. Uh, you've just arrived, haven't you, Charles? Yes, I replaced Professor Katz, uh, you know, the astrophysicist, when it was revealed that he was a virulent homophobe and a climate change denier. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, but so w- what do you add to the team? Then? Well, I run the Petro Nutritional Institute back at Solid State University. I'm down here investigating a sustainable solution to the well, massive loss of fish and shellfish that's going on right here at our feet as we speak. Uh, Petro Nutrition, I'm not familiar with that field. Oh, well, it's relatively new. You know, it didn't take off until we got the whole petrophilic nano-cloning process down. Excuse me? Well, sorry, uh, Mr. Oz. Simply put, given the right start to genes, chain-ganged polymers, and robust steroids, we can create a host of creatures that not only survive in oil-saturated water, but... Well, they really thrive on it. Oh, mm-hmm. Is uh, is that one of them? That thing you're holding in your hand looks looks vaguely like a shrimp. Yes, yes, uh, exactly. We call it the slick shrimp, and and yes, it does thrive in oil polluted wetlands, just like these. Uh, now, you throw a million slick shrimp scat. <laughs> the little fellas are called when they come out of the test tube, no bigger than a puppy seed. <laughs> and a month later, well, they're as big as, as Buster hair, and ready to be flavored and sent off to market. You want to try one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a little chewy. Oh, that's the that's the polymer filling. How does it taste? Uh, tastes like pork. Yeah, yeah. Pork flavored slick shrimp. One of my one of my favorites. It's uh, it's Pan Asian. You know. let, let, let me have it back. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Oh, now you see. Watch this. I I just dip it in the degreaser and watch as it springs back to life. You could rub a little of this on it. All right, here you are again. Now give it a try. Mmm. Now that tastes like jumbo bayou stampy, the real thing. Oh well, they're all the real thing. <laughs> well, <clears throat> and that should. Go real good with the green crowd. I mean, you can re-eat them up to a dozen times, we believe, before the steroid skeleton breaks down. And <laughs> well, they just turn to mush. It's a reasonable short-term solution, Charles, but I, I can't wait for the real shrimp to return. Oh, return? Well, Uncle Pete, that hole in the ocean floor is spewing some two hundred thousand gallons of oil a day. Your great-grandchildren will be waiting for these little shrimp to return. Now, so, now let's get real. I've got this oil-happy catfish here. You only have to put a match to it, like this. Ooh! <laughs> See? He's sautéed and ready to serve. 
This is Peter Bergman for Radio Free Oz in the Gulf, and I want to go home. <laughs> I can never go home.